can feel you pulling things around in there. <clears throat> it's a brand new organ. Never before seen. We've all felt that the body was empty. Empty of meaning. And we've wanted to confirm that. So that we could fill it with meaning. The world is a much more dangerous place now that pain has all but disappeared. Be afraid to map the chaos inside. Let us create a map that will guide us into the heart of darkness. Hello, welcome to Movie Humpers. My name is Bob Jam. <laughs> and I'm Angela. And the sound you hear are probably dogs or the sounds of me uh, pleasuring myself as we discuss Don't this sexy, sexy movie. I've been bracing myself all day for how much how pervy I'm going to get. talk about this turning you on. I mean, listen, there are parts of this movie that are hot. Yeah. I'm not going to say... That this is not a sexy movie because it is. There is one a very yeah, sexy movie. There's one scene that I thought was legitimately passionate and and there were uh, a couple moments. Horny. It's oh, it was horny. This is a horny yeah. ass movie. Yeah, the chemistry between some of these people, or the electricity. Yeah. Between them. Yeah, but also everyone's so deliberate, and mm. how they they represent or how they're. Kristen Stewart was very interesting in this movie. She was very interesting. I think she's... Do you want to say the movie? Uh, Crimes of the Future. Crimes of the Future. Starring our uh, our uh, big body daddy, uh, David Cronenberg. He isn't starring in it. He's not... No, he doesn't star in it. He, <laughs> he directed and wrote it. I wrote it. it. say big body daddy... I tried to figure out. I was like, "What?" Well, Cronenberg movies are all about the body and the technology oh, as big an ex- body. Daddy. Yeah, got it. Yes. And uh, they're all about the body and technology as an extension of the body. Mm-hmm. I actually watched a uh, a Q interview with Cronenberg earlier this afternoon. Oh yeah, and they were talking about crimes of the future. Ooh. And you know, we've always known that he is credited as the inventor of body horror, right? Yeah. But he, and while he does understand that he has made some horror movies, he doesn't really see it like all as like a horror thing. Like, I think in this movie, he's really trying to convey a sense of eroticism. Mm -hmm. But this movie, Crimes of the Future, has been something that has been brewing uh, in him for decades. Yeah. Um, Since going back to his early years. And in that Q interview, he. It kind of the idea kind of came back to him when he read something about how industrial waste is 
his plot in this movie mm-hmm. and how humans maybe can evolve to deal with it. And he had read about how like 80% of the human population has microplastics in their bloodstream. Absolutely we do. And yeah. so like our bodies are kind of taken on our industrial waste. Yep. And that's essentially what this movie is about evolving into that, the perspective yeah. surrounding that mm-hmm. and, and their path he goes with our main characters, Vigo Mortensen, Oh, this this stars uh, Viggo Mortensen, Leah Sadu, Kristen Stewart, Scott Speedman, etc. Uh, Viggo Mortensen and Leah Sadu they play performance artists. Mm. Let's let's talk about what this world is and what's going yeah, on here. So this is the world. At some point in the future, humans have evolved to where there is no most people don't experience pain. I want to talk about that because I'm a little confused about Vigo Mortensen and, and the pain that he is or is not experiencing. But some people apparently can still feel pain when they sleep. But there's no infection. You kind of get the vibe that maybe it's like an odd discomfort. Like no one really knows what pain is anymore. Yeah, yeah. Cause, and and so, so people have begun, certain people have begun to grow new organs. These novel organs. And there's this whole sort of like underground X-Files part of the police web yeah, that yeah. is called like the new vice. The new vice, their evolutionary police. But the, it's like hush-hush. The government essentially is trying to push back on what, because humans are growing new organs, like things are happening, they don't yeah. feel pain. It seems like. Uh, no infection it's like yeah you can't get infection so yeah. everything is just kind of dirty yeah. no one has to wash their hands people can perform surgeries on each other and it seems like top surgery yeah and you can't get infections there seems to be less blood also i get if you do it right there's not a lot of blood but also you'll see people just like on the street cutting each other and it's like a sensual experience is, which like kind of alludes that perhaps the pain has been replaced by a sense of pleasure mm-hmm. or the feeling because it seems like people are feeling something yes. it's just not pain yes there is a condition where you can't feel pain that people are born with and it's very serious because yeah, you need pain to identify and kids that like that rare condition that kids have they will have to they off these kids will often have to have their teeth removed because they'll just sit there and, and they'll chew. have to wear like gloves and yeah, they'll so, literally like special. They'll break their legs and won't even know it. They'll get yeah. like an intense infection and they they'll won't notice lips. it. They'll chew their lips off. They'll yeah. chew their fingertips off. Like yeah, they, because they don't know any better. And the, they the, don't feel it. Yeah, and they don't have like a culture in their mind to associate pain like everyone else does. Mm-hmm. Really fucked up. So mm-hmm. you you figure there'd probably be a lot more people with their fingers chewed off in this environment. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they didn't think about that. It almost sort of, and and maybe I didn't think about it correctly, because I was sort of thinking that, like, pain just kind of stopped at some point. Yeah. Like, but maybe these people, it was in their lifetime. But maybe it wasn't. Yeah, it's hard to say. Because that's what's odd is that with these, Viggo Mortensen, they talk about him the most, because he is someone who grows organs, but he's also, like, this double agent who is working with the new vice, because... He doesn't like what's happening to his body. He yeah. doesn't want to evolve. He feels like these organs that he creates are like intruders. And so he meets the woman, Caprice. Caprice, that's it. 
So Caprice and he meet because she was a surgeon. Mm-hmm. And she they, they they leave their professions and they come together and become performance artists. There's all these like shows that happen throughout the city, people doing different things. And they become performance artists because she does live surgeries on him to remove these organs. She also tattoos them while they're inside of him Mm -hmm. and then removes them and which then exposes the tattoo as well. So that's like, it's all art. Yeah, yeah. It's all for art. The transformation of the body and like how we control it. And yeah, I felt like that was a very interesting aspect of Ego Mortensen where... He's got this relationship with uh, Caprice, and he and he's going through this, and he understands the nature of the art, the artistic vision, mm-hmm. and he has a real relationship with this woman. Yeah. But also, like you find out a little later that he's working for the new vice organ, like just like in Eastern Promises. Absolutely. He's like an undercover, uh, a government official, very much resents. Having these organs grow and extra organs grow inside him, he doesn't want them. Yeah. Because when you first meet him and he's presenting it as an artistic piece to remove them, you don't get the vibe that like he's against them. It's just kind of something that he can kind of present. It becomes like a means to an end. But when he you discover he's undercover, you actually he has kind of resentment over the over this fact. Well, what he says, which to me makes it still art, is that. You know, he's undercover for sure. He's not going to like Caprice. No one knows he is working with the policeman and and maybe how he really feels about this. But he says to the cop at one point, or because it's basically like, why do you even do this? Like, what what are you getting out of it? And he was like, mine is a rebellion. Yeah. I am rejecting what is happening in my body by taking it out of my body. Mm -hmm. Like he is, in his mind... I think the way he justifies it, that it's still doing something that he is into, because I think he is really into it, is because it's expelling this from him. Like, he's basically making a statement of, I grew this, I don't want it. Because they also have this idea of, like, is he subconsciously making this happen to himself? And he rejects that idea. But, like, Caprice thinks of him as an artist and that he is creating when he's growing these things. And he can kind of feel it. Mm -hmm. And his bed can kind of tell him. Because this is the other thing. People are are mutating, right? Yeah. That's what's happening. People are mutating. They're evolving. And so people who are growing these extra bits and their bodies are changing are in this. They have pain when they sleep is what I think is trying to tell us, right? And so, and they have trouble eating. They have a really hard time eating. Digestion's really difficult for some of these people. And so there are these beds and there are these like breakfast chairs that help you eat. And it like moves your body around while you're eating. And it's so funny because at first I thought Viggo Mortensen's limbs didn't work because we see him in the bed and then we see him in the chair and he's struggling to get a spoon to his mouth. Mm. It's because his body is evolving to a place where he is literally disgusted like his body is rejecting the idea of eating organic food yeah yeah he doesn't realize and that's he's constantly happening. like girl like something's hung in his throat he's constantly he's always like, like coughing and, and as the movie progressive he seems to get more and more pale and yes. now this month we have a double topic it's catching up with some highly regarded movies from 2022 mm-hmm. and strange romance yes this qualifies as both as both yes which is convenient so, I love it. I wanted to see this the second that it came out. Oh, I remember I, when I first saw the trailer, I instantly sent it to you because 
early in our relationship, we watched a ton of Cronenberg movies. Yeah, we did. So, it's so long ago that we really pr need to revisit some of these. The only Cronenberg I had seen before we started dating was Crash. Yeah. Which was like yeah, very you, intensely. You love that movie. I fucking love that movie. I want to see. And that was a very important movie to me at a very getting uh, to know myself age, we'll just say. You know what? <laughs> You know how like uh, H.P. Lovecraft, uh, the writer, the horror writer, the gothic horror. I don't writer. know a lot about him. Well, he's got this whole world. Yes. Like he's created this whole world, and it's become like subjects of board games, and you could probably find RPGs. Yeah. That are inspired. I want to. I want like some kind of video game, or like an RPG that kind of posits that from various points in time that that goes through like. David Cronenberg's characters and concepts. I mean, a lot of like Crash was based on a J.G. Ballard book. Yeah, which I've also read. But so maybe <laughs> some of these rights and stuff would be a little weird. But like, wouldn't it be cool to like bring him in? He obviously to, is on the same wavelength to play in some RBG character role in a world of like Cronenberg type creations from rabid to the fly to the brood imagine oh you're God. encountering the woman from the brood imagine you're you need you you have to go to the doctor and it's fucking jeremy irons from dead ringers like oh. like shit like that like that would yeah. i would play the fuck out of that it'd be like a very story-based rpg but yeah and then you go into the future where you got like existence and then you got this Video one drum. and then you you your reward at the end of the game is to is you get to be a wound fucker. You get to fuck people's you get wounds. To, you get to get in a Sark machine. Yeah, a Sark so, machine. Okay, there is, okay. just to because I just needed for a second to talk about it, there's the breakfast chair, which moves you around to help you try to eat this food. There is the organic-like bed that looks like you're laying in a giant walnut that moves you all around these while are, you sleep. These are like techno-organic kind of structures. They're, yeah. They're, they have a fleshy tone to them yes they almost appear something like they like hook into you they're almost like geiger-esque hr geiger-esque yeah. in their way but not quite as dark yes but but weird yes and the most interesting piece is one that is no longer even made like they have this basically i guess you would call it like an antique sark machine so this was created for autopsies but they somehow got a hold of one and they ask, there's these technicians that have come to, to because he's growing a new organ, he has a new hormone because it's like an endocrine yeah. situation uh, related, the new thing he's growing. And so these technicians come out, these two women who are fucking wow, these women. Yeah. Like, yeah. I. They're just inherently horny. There's so much going on in this movie that, like, we're not going to talk about it all, but. They get the, naked the, and get in the Stark machine and they're like, look at us. I know, look at us over here and i think i wonder if they played together because caprice was there and they were saying look at us to caprice so the whole thing about the sark machine is that they don't use it for autopsies they use it on each other mostly caprice uses it on not jeremy uh, iron uh vigo mortensen vigo mortensen we're forgetting his name it's something weird teaser Tensor. Tensor, that's tensor. it. Okay, so caprice <laughs> usually is doing the surgeries on tensor and it's usually only for the shows but and they're obsessed with this machine because it's long out of function yeah and they've redone it to do this kind of thing so they're very fascinated it's also it. that kind of you know there is like a real line like a direct correlation i think like you talking about crash from in crash it's very much like the turn on is the body 
horror. Yeah, the, is the fact that like the risk, the yeah, the the risk of of danger and of being mutilated, but also like wanting to be near people whose bodies are different than what you might expect that they would be, mm. and that that's like a arousal, right? Like, and so. But yeah, and then the thrill of like, I'm going to do something really dangerous and I could totally die right now. But it's it's that like rush. Um, but there's also a, a bit in there where there's, um, they'll get, they do a lot of the uh, like medical tattooing is also in that movie. Mm -hmm. And then you think about like the medical tattooing, different body situation. And then you go forward a hundred years in the future and you've got people tattooing organs inside of each other and fucking each other from across the room doing a little remote control on a table that's not really fucking you it's cutting you yeah like little cuts they what, what they meet uh Kristen Stewart and this other guy who who they read too excited I'm they re they registered oh I know where I'm I'm I've got a I got a, like a semi right now it's gonna get <laughs> gonna get raging i just spilled water all over so chris and stewart and this other guy i forget his name pencil pushing bureaucrats they catalog and process extra organs mm -hmm. and they had like this book of organs that came from migo mortensen with these nice looking drawings caprice really has been drawing every yeah, draws yeah. Every She's organ. very good at drawing yeah and they're inspecting his organs and caprice is like sticking this tube in that's like shows it's essentially like a camera or something timlin it's timlin. not caprice it's timlin and timlin, and timlin is Tristan and timlin Stewart. is kind of like it's very subtle but it looks like she's pushing it in and, and out he and he's like, is like his head is rolled back and he's like oh and he's like if you have not seen this movie good old if you one have, fucking if you watch this movie watch it with the subtitles and bring the whole family in on because, this one. Well, this is why the <laughs> subtitles. The um, I think you could play a drinking game. You would be totally blitzed out of your goddamn mind every time it just says moan or grunt. Yeah, yeah. Or everybody's Ooh. just making noises, especially Timlin. Like, she mm. very much, it'll be like, like, ask me a question. So, uh, how about the, that new liver I grew? Well, it's very interesting. When I was watching Caprice cut into you, I wanted to. Yeah. I wanted you to be cutting into me. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen Stewart, I think she's, you know, I haven't seen, obviously she was in Twilight, right? And uh, they're out of that series. No, nothing I really care for. We saw her in that uh, gay Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah. She's in that movie. And apparently she's bi. She's in a relationship no, with a woman or something, right? She, I think she's a lesbian. Oh, she okay. might be bi, but oh. she was in a relationship with that other Twilight man, but, but like, what I'm he kind of looks like a girl. I haven't seen all these movies she's been in lately, yeah. but I look at these movies she's in, and they're all, like, very different. It reminds yeah. me of what jo Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Jogo Lay, it looks like she's kind of going through that right now the same way um, that Jogo Lay did back then. Mm -hmm. I think Emma Stone is kind of doing that a little bit as I well. I was kind of likening it more to if this movie was made in the 90s it would have been natalie portman mm. or in the early 2000s and caprice would have been played by um juliet benning juliet binoche something like she that just reminded me of annette benning so i think i think i think uh you gotta pick someone from outside north america for yeah Leah. fair fair or for caprice yeah. but it would have been jeremy irons as uh, Vigo, well, I think Vigo has become a muse of Cronenberg's. Well, Jeremy used to be. 
Yeah, yeah. He's moved on. Now Vigo is his muse. And that happens. And we're seeing Vigo getting older, too, like, mm -hmm. through these. I mean, I he was Aragorn in Lord of the Rings, but, like, I actually love the, the movies he's in for Cronenberg. Yes. So. He's, he's so good. One thing that's kind of important, at the very beginning, we encounter a boy mm. who's playing in a cove, and we see this mother yelling, don't eat anything you find, which is oh weird, off the dome. But then she also, like, goes, anything and you're like whoa and what so did he eat? and then we cut to that boy in the bathroom and he's eating a plastic bucket and he's foaming at the mouth yeah so she's just sit, standing there watching him eat a plastic bucket and, and then she just looks like like she's done she's so tired well she smothers this boy and she kills him she smothers her son in his sleep yeah. and calls the father and be like Tells him where it is, and she she's gone. Right? She's basically like, if you want his body, come get it. And so this guy comes, and he's sad, but he takes the body and he keeps it. Yeah. And she ends up getting locked up. She confesses. She goes. Murder. She goes and confesses. She has no guilt about it whatsoever. It's a monster. No, but she's also like, I'm gonna do my time. I I did something bad. I confessed. And so um, Vigo encounters this man, and this is part of the attention of the government agency that he's working for yeah. eating these bars right that are like purpley they're purpley and he's consuming them and you see someone else like in a club take it from him and eat it and he dies like he it poisons him and he dies so vigo mortensen encounters this guy and this guy's like i want you to do an autopsy on my son and he's very enthusiastic about it he's like i think you're going to be just blown away you're going to find things inside his body that you've never seen. That before. you've never seen before. And, of course, this boy was eating plastic. It, it implies that he has evolved in a way to in which he was able to consume plastics. In which, I mean, there's more industrial waste then than now. And, of course, that's a problem we have now. And so it's, yeah. it's like people are evolving to be able to consume the pollution that they are putting out into the world. The thing that's so interesting, though, about that is that as they kind of go down this road of deciding like okay we're gonna do this autopsy like there's a lot of conversation between him and caprice and him and the the agent yeah um and they're basically like we want you to do this because we're trying to catch this guy like we're trying to like get in on what he's doing and he's like well, what the fuck is he doing he goes and talks to the mom they eventually go and talk to the man and they see the the baby's body and the man explains to them that he shows them that he has all these scars on his stomach and everyone in his group it's like a cult basically like a plastic eating cult mm. they've all had this surgery that allows them to digest these plastics and he basically is like this is the fucking future and the thing that was so special about his kid because the mom says that her husband invented him yeah. She thinks of him as a creature, not a boy. Yeah. That's why she also is able to kill him because she thinks that he's not, he shouldn't exist. She thinks it's not natural. And so the thing that's amazing about it and that they, they actually literally say out loud in the movie, we cannot explain this. This is just what we're telling you. Yeah. Is that this man who did a surgery on himself to be able to digest plastic impregnated a woman and had a child who naturally digests plastic yeah and literally he goes i don't know how it happened and i fucking love that because sometimes movies will try to be like and this bloody blah, 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 this blah 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 and it's like this is just a crazy fucking thing yeah that is unexplainable and so yeah so so that's what they think is that they're going to do an autopsy of a boy 
who digests plastic. Who is naturally, who's born who's with the ability to consume, has a whole different digestive who system. Who makes this like acidic foam that helps him break it down. The cat's doing the light. Girl, get out of here. <laughs> I was like, what's happening? That blood's real loose. <laughs> I, I, I have a cover I'll put on it. Now, Kristen Stewart has become infatuated with Vigo. Oh, dude. And her and this bureaucrat dude are kind of becoming real curious, more and more curious about this yeah. thing. They're not supposed to hang out at these, like, clubs and watch these shows because they work with New Vice. Maybe, unless you're uncool. If you're uncool, we're cool. We got turned on by all the the, <laughs> the incisions and stuff. Uh, but in, but there was a scene where Kristen Stewart and Vigo are in this office together. And Kristen Stewart's, like laser focus passion it is actually a very erotic it, it was scene. extremely erotic she there and there was a build-up to this that was exciting like yeah. she came to one of his shows and then immediately comes up to his ear and is like surgery is sex isn't it is it mm. you know it is surgery is the new sex like the first time it said and then that kind of you know that conversation keeps happening but there's that that just that little tiny moment, but it's also super intense. But then it's over, and then when they come in together, yeah, there is a passion there. But Vigo is so much more reserved, or like I mean, he's just torn in the balance of things because yeah, he's learning about this reality, this almost philosophy of evolution, yeah, and he's someone who has traditionally disliked the way his body is producing these new organs, yes. even though everyone's worshiping him for it. You can see like he's starting to kind of shift. In his ideology. Yeah. The dichotomy of how, like, mousy and quiet and awkward she is with the fact that she's so obsessed with him that she cannot help but tell him exactly what she yeah. wants. Like, she literally looks at him and says, Do you think you would ever let me be a part of your show? Uh, just because I would love to find myself in that Sark module with... You with the controls. And then they have this kiss that is like... Yeah. Good. Intense. It's intense and their mouths are like almost like too open, but there's like this... It's almost like... It, it's so passionate, but it's almost like it's passionate in a way that they don't know what to do. And so, you know what I mean? Like they're just kind of like pressing. And then Vigo kind of gets choked up and he actually says to her, um, I'm sorry, I'm really not good at the old sex. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of sweet. Ew, old sex? Old sex. Thumbs down. What? Gross. Wound, <laughs> wound fucking thumbs up. Two thumbs up. There is an interesting uh, subplot that we actually don't get to see to fruition where he's talking to this doctor. Mm. And the doctor is trying to get him to join the inner, inner beauty, beauty pageant. pageant. Now, we don't get to see the inner beauty pageant, but don't you wish we did? Yeah, that doctor installs a zipper in his stomach so yeah. you can open up and look inside at any time. Teaser, whatever the fuck his name is, Vigo Mortensen Tenser. He goes home to a Caprice and she unzips it and starts eating out his wound. Oh. And he goes, careful, oh. don't spill. Don't spill. Mm -hmm. oh. mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, settle down there, buddy. Hey, <laughs> settle down, settle down. So, so they finally decide to do the surgery on the boy, 
and the the, the autopsy and the new vice guy kind of approves of it so you can get some answers here but he also notes that that vigo doesn't seem to be too against the idea of humans evolving to be able to consume these plastics and waste oh yeah he's like you sound and, like you're kind of a believer and when you hear the concept you're like that actually seems really good for the yeah. environment yeah to be able to like consume plastics and digest them if you're going to put that waste out into the world mm -hmm. like they're eating these toxic bars like that seems like a good thing also this movie is filmed in greece apparently yeah. with a greek production a greek and canadian production companies uh because cronenberg's from toronto and it looks like everything is filmed in like an abandoned power plant or something yeah it does yeah when they're in one of the abandoned power plants with the father of this little boy he offers tensor one of the plastic bars he basically is like he basically says to him like you are evolving mm. he talks about the chair like i saw one once in a window and he's offering him this this like plastic bar and tensor's like no no but the, these organs that tensor keeps growing vigo mortensen they have a purpose they do he's just not letting them fulfill their purpose yes so, so they keep trying and trying and trying. So they have an autopsy on this boy's body. It's a very kind of s serious scenario. And you can tell the boy is like a, a prop, right? A very yeah. well done prop. Yeah. But they did a good job of capturing that. You know how people after death seem, you can tell it's to them, but it just seems completely different. Yeah. They kind of capture that real uh, really well. Um, so they cut open this boy's organs or his skin and they look through his organs and they notice that they've all been inserted and tattooed which means someone got to this kid first these these must have been vigo mortensen's bits like they took the organs that mm. he had donated to new vice because we find out that timlin is the one who did the surgery yeah yeah inserted all of Tensor's organs that had been tattooed on this boy, but also did this thing where the tattoo there were tattoos, yeah, that they had kind of referenced early in the early movie on. of being like kind of like not artistic, like not natural, like mother and like an anchor and things like that. Like those were tattoos. yeah. Vigo was saying saying that to Caprice at the beginning. Like which, why don't you just think fun? Which kind of alludes that the policeman did this. New Vice is who like orchestrated Timlin doing the surgery on the boy. Mm. And I do not think Caprice was involved at all because Caprice was very emotionally into this. And when she saw that, I oh, feel like right. he actually turned and was. Now, like, this boy has been made a mock, You know, like, it was very, like, yeah, she was yeah. upset. And also, she loves what Tensor's body does. She is not trying to... She actually... She goes She goes to see this woman perform. Mm -hmm. And it's this woman who probably would have been a model, yeah. right? And this girl is, like, cutting these incisions into her face and her forehead. And she's basically just, like, digging into her, making almost, like, gills coming out of her cheeks. And you get the idea that this has kind of been, like, added to over time. Maybe she's adding, like, a new bit, you know? Yeah. and Or opening old wounds or something. And so Caprice is, like, enthralled by this woman. Yeah. He is, like, wants to be in this woman. Like, that's kind of how they... Yeah, yeah. And that's why so sexual is, like, 
you are entering another person just in like an unexpected way and they go off they go off and do something her and that performance artist and she comes home and she's got what looks like like little implant half moon yeah yeah across her forehead and tensor's kind of like a little bit weirded out by her because he doesn't like all this body mod stuff even though he does it all the time right she's like i want to be more yeah and different and so anyway so she's got that so she's like she's not she didn't help with that but so the father of this boy is like devastated because he was adamant that he was going to reveal a naturally born evolved human that can consume plastic and other industrial waste but like it's out of his hands now he doesn't control the narrative the boy was born like this but it was covered up Mm-hmm. And so these these women that are uh, obsessed with the Sark machine, he's like d- devastated outside on the step, and they come up behind him and drill him in the head. And you get that there's something different about these girls. I think we determine that they're into the evolutionary thing. They are, but they use this guy as a convenient martyr. And they say that at some point, because basically it's like you killed him, and the cops like we didn't have anything to do with him dying. Yeah, but who cares? And Tensor was like, "Who cares? Now he's going to be a martyr." Yeah, because he had this message, and now you may have not been able to reveal it then, mm-hmm. but it is going to come come out that people are evolving to consume industrial. And waste. now they have the story of they know this boy was real, mm-hmm. and then someone covered it up. So that just like feeds into the hatred of normal society so we we reached pretty much the end and oh. vigo is sitting in his digestion breakfast chair. a breakfaster they call it which like it's like a giant hand weird alien yeah. hand that helps him digest he's extra pale he's making all these throat gargle now sounds he's trying he like can't even like bring himself to put the spoon in his mouth yeah the regular and food it looks like it's fucking him up and then caprice He's offered the toxic plastic bar by the dude, and he doesn't eat it, but he keeps it, and Caprice hands it to him, and then he bites into the bar. And then as he consumes it, the chair, like, calms down. It turns off he doesn't And he it. immediately, his ailments and the issues he's having eating food immediately go away. You see him, like, straighten up and relax. Mm-hmm. And, like, this euphoric look comes over his face unlike what you've seen at any other moment from him you've seen him be like turned on and like you know in ecstasy and stuff but this is like euphoric he now understands he has naturally evolved to be able to consume and then they celebrate by coming on each other's scats so not in that scene so yeah what a freaky deaky ass kind of some great world building though there was not a lot of light. Why were they so against light? You know, that's kind Everything of my number. Everything was dirty. Everything is dirty because no one's worried about infection or cleaning because you can't get infections, right? So I get that, but it's uh, still smell bad though. It just seemed like well, like you wouldn't even be. It seemed like environment. Maybe you know. Maybe this is the aftermath of some war well, or something. The priest and Tensor's house was very clean. It was That's just also very drab. Like all the colors are just everything's very minimal, but but kind of stark and like mm-hmm. it looks like everyone's living in an abandoned insane. You know why? You know why? <laughs> why? Because because Cronenberg is a genius, 
And if everything is like so stark and bland and everyone's wearing like gray tones and black and then you pierce someone's skin and there's that red drop of blood. Oh, that's It true. is like the only vibrant thing in their lives. <laughs> Don't mind my hand motion. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. So, uh, yeah, we hunt wounds. Uh, I mean, movies. There's also a man with like a hundred ears all over him. Oh, right. He did. A, he does a performance he looks art like there. a young Jeremy Irons. <laughs> I don't see the that. You're really dancer. You you kind of kept saying that. I don't know if I saw that, but just, like it was his face. He, he was dance. all sewn up. His uh, anyway. It just looked like him. We we fuck <laughs> wounds around here. You're gonna fuck wounds one through five times. I'm gonna fuck a wound myself one through okay. five times. You know I, when I had my gallbladder surgery, I really missed the opportunity to finger the incision. You know. We're going to combine for best out of 10. And uh, what, what do you give uh, Crimes of the Future by by Big Baby, Big Body Daddy, uh, David Cronenberg? Oh, my God. The Canadian freak. The Canadian freak daddy. I, you know, we talk about, like, mm. what would make you not give something a really high score. There's not anything. I mean, the... The music is wonderful in this. It's all written for this movie. Howard Shore did the music. It's beautiful. Uh, this I want to say this movie had a budget of twenty-seven million dollars. Well, can you guess how much it made? Let's Thirty-six. Be, that was a very nice guess. Uh, Four point six million. Oh, I was hoping they made a like a four like that much of a. Let's be honest. Most good ass movies. They don't. Most interesting movies. Movies that try to do something different. They're not going to blow up the box office. But these are only like, you know, yeah. opening week numbers. Okay. So. Okay. So maybe over time. Maybe it got some hot. Maybe the red box popped off for Crimes of the Future. was good. Mm-hmm. I, the I, effects were flawless. Uh, like a lot of practical. Yeah. I don't think there's any there's, CGI. I, I never thought so. there was CGI even for one second. You know what? I'm giving it a five. Whoa. Dang. Oh, I mean, cool. I'm glad you liked it. I mean, we liked this kind of shit. I I love that you love the movie like that much. I'm giving it a four, which I think is really good. Absolutely, I almost gave it like everything between a four and a five. And then I just I'm giving it a, But if this, if you felt, if you really felt, I mean, this is unique. This is a very different movie. This, uh, this I could, is my kind of movie, like. You hear Almost that? across the board. She likes wound fucking. Listen, I like things that are different. I like things that question. My tooth is hiding behind my other tooth. It makes it look like it's another color. It's shadowing. I need to get braces. Anyway, <laughs> maybe when I pull that tooth out, you can like lick the hole. Bobby. But so you give it five. I think it's great that you gave it a five. I mean, this is this is Cronenberg. Nothing's going under a 3.5, 3.75. Oh, anyway, totally. Right? Yeah. We, we're kind of, yeah. This, we're, we're into this dude's creep and freaking. <laughs> and now he's changed the entire sexual chemistry of our marriage. This Cronenberg. <laughs> I also just love, I love things that do things. Like, uh, sorry. I do enjoy do things that do things. I love movies. Anything that surprises me. Mm. Because we talk so often about how so many ideas are just recycled 
over and over and over again. And then to see something like this done so well, acted so well, it just, it made me think about Kristen Stewart in a completely different way. Mm. Like, I, I don't, like you said, like you, I have not, I have not seen her in much. She's in her Jogo Lay era. Adventureland, I think she was in when she was young. But, like, I haven't. And so, after watching this movie, like, I really am interested in what else she's doing. She's making interesting choices, for sure. Yeah. So, is Woundfucker better than Cold War? You gave it a five. You gave this movie a five, so you think... You would think that anything I would say it should technically be better. I guess so. You think it's better than My Own Private Idaho? I want to say no. All right, we're going to put Woundfuckers. Don't you think? Yeah. Okay. I kind of defer to you in this in this department. You'll My notice. Own Private Idaho is so special. Yeah. I mean, it's like... I think none of these you cannot compare most of these movies directly to I, each other. I think I think Crimes of the Future will is going to be kind of similar to Crash. Mm-hmm. Is going to be something that is over like maybe a sleeper hit in terms of I think it's going to be a movie that's going to come up a lot in the future. There you go, folks. <laughs> Crimes of the Future is number five, A tier rank. We're we got some good ones. We got some good ones. Check it out if you like. Uh, if you've ever um, looked at a scab, I don't know what I'm saying. Go go watch Crimes of the Future. It's on Hulu, I think. Yeah. All right. As of this recording, so our I'm, our sex life is different. Now. <laughs> Death to all traitors. Death to all traitors.